It's fine. Ugh. We've all had kind of a shit year this year, so, like, I'm not even mad. I'm just like, oh, okay, that happened well. Hmm. Sometimes you just need to recenter. I've been taking some time. I've been working on myself. I've been practicing my fine motor skills before I get back in the dating pool. That's good. Yeah, you got to make it fun, like picking up M and M's with chopsticks. Is, is that how you're doing I like it? That. Yeah, you try and balance like mm-hmm. a golf ball on a plate. Okay, working on the fine motor skills. Yeah, next we'll work on the gross motor skills. <laughs> that's fair. That that uh, that's why all the guitars. Oh, gross motor skills is more like bicycling, lifting. It's like large yeah. it's use of your larger muscles fine motor skills is the little muscles what's mega motor skills um you know about mega milk no hunter what the fuck no hi and welcome to blank bodies <laughs> a vampire the masquerade v5 tabletop and horror podcast i'm your host hunter and as always i'm joined by we're not doing the milk john not until we hit $500 a month, and then you fuckers can torture me with the milk episode. <laughs> I already got through the corn. Yep. Dairies later. 500 a month. Uh, and we'll we're get, do a milk episode. We're at like 300 right now. We're getting we're getting there, and it's terrifying. Yep. Yep. Under 200 away now. <sighs> Fuck. It's, it's just going to manifest. Anyways, hi, I'm Sarah. And we're talking about some things that, you know, people can drink, but a lot like milk, some people look down on it, and a lot of people think it's pretty gross. I, I, you know, like most people are actually lactose intolerant. Like that's the normal state of people. I think it'd be really, really funny if there was a kindred that like tried to commit diablery and realized that they were like soul intolerant and they just couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, they had an upset stomach for like <laughs> then... the next, you know, year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're talking about diablery, guys. Woohoo! Woo-hoo! Yeah, I mean, it's a bit, bit of a bummer. It's a bit of a bummer. It, <laughs> it depends. I'm going to put that in the depends category. Oh, depends gosh. who's getting it. I mean, it's... And who's it's, doing the etting. I'm going to say it, it's bad all around, but uh, we're, so. we're going to talk about Dialbury, what it is, why is it bad, Maybe you and can what change are the benefits. Mind. Yeah, I probably will. Okay. Uh, Content know. warning. Descriptions paralleling sexual and physical assault, existential annihilation, addiction, damnation, and religious themes. I'm going to add cannibalism in there, too. Yeah, let's add cannibalism in there. Probably body horror. Yeah. And yeah. blood. Yeah. We don't really get by a whole episode of the show without a little body horror and blood, though. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, but if any of that seems like a little heavy heavy spaghetti for you. Maybe don't. You, you can Today. have a fruit snack. Come back to it later. It is yeah. all good. Go listen to, um, I don't know. You were going somewhere really fast and then just lost I it. I lost it. It just went whoosh in a completely different direction. <laughs> go right listen on. to another episode. Yeah, yeah we, it'll be a fun go, one. Go to the drug blood episode. That one's more fun. There you go. Hardy, uh, hardy. Hardy, hardy, USA. Uh, the sources for this book are the V5 Core book, the Children of Blood book, Cults of the Blood Gods, Awakening, Diablery, Mexico, Bloody Hearts, Diablery, Britain, Clan book, Asimite Revised, the Dark Ages Core book, Dark Ages 20th Anniversary, Encyclopedia Vampirica, the V5 Camarilla book, the V5 Second Inquisition, and the Black Hand, the Guide to the Talmehra. That's a that's a few books. That's a few books. I did a bunch of reading, guys. Woo. Yay. Woo! Research. Also, I'm noting this right now while doing the research. <clears throat> I do have vindication. Bum, bum, bum. Small tilde DR about Sarah. I am technically in the World of Darkness Discord server, like the official one. I refuse to interact with it because the one time I did, I had a bunch of people chew me out because I dare to suggest that a storyteller has the option of providing their players a map during combat so people could know where they were in a space as a shorthand. And I got chewed out so hard, I've just refused to go back into that Discord server. Uh... 
Turns out uh, the Awakening uh, Diablo uh, Mexico book fucking has maps in it for a dungeon crawl for a vampire game. Yeah, there's a couple of those, I think. Yeah. I love this. I know the Succubus Club adventure book has maps too. Yeah. Oh my God. And it's not like a D&D one where there's grids and you only have like movement speeds. It was just like a little isometric like, hey guys, here's the layout of like this level of the pyramid that you're going through. And here's the layout of this layer. Yeah. You can mind theater the rest of it. It's just, you know, just everybody knows who's in what room. It's super duper helpful. It's super fucking helpful. Super duper helpful. I love it. If you like my uh, mind's eye theater, mind theater of the mind, great, fantastic. Sometimes dipshits don't know which room has a west wall and an east wall. Yeah. And sometimes it's easy to just go, here's a box, treasure's on this side, guards are here. How you go from mirror to mirror. Right. Anyway, sorry guys, that was just a small little like. No, I love heist planning. And one of the most essential parts to heist planning is a map. Yep. Yeah, but the cool thing was this adventure uh, has your players going through the Aztec Pyramid of... Oh, God, I had this yesterday and I forgot it. Uh, Miklantechlu? Sounds right to me. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I butchered that. I am very white and I apologize. But it is the Aztec god of death and ruler of the underworld. And the pyramids are probably from sometime 14th to 16th century. So, you know, if you want to do like cool Indiana Jones thing, hell yeah. Anyways, so, Diablery. What is its definition? What is... Diablery, bleh, Diablery. God, this, it's going to sound like we're having strokes throughout all of this, and I apologize. I've had. You had a couple. <laughs> similar to a stroke. Yeah, similar. Not yeah, quite. Not quite. Thank God for that, Sounds honestly. very different. <laughs> Doesn't quite sound like you're saying Diablery wrong, blah, I will blah, say. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's fair. Diablery, the word comes from the French word of Diablo, which is the Latin Diabolus, meaning devil. Plus the eerie, meaning of, or practice of, typically in the context of a craft or a profession. Yeah, you do pra- do diablery, right? I mean, I, I I I like some metal satanic aesthetic, but, you know. We ain't calling on no demons. Maiden's <laughs> um, blood. Diablo is a really good game. Well, Diablo is a well, good game. Diablo 2, I think, was the best one. Uh, I enjoyed Diablo 3. I enjoyed it. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's good. But yeah, for uh, more context, uh, Diablo involves drinking another vampire dry, ingesting not only their blood, but their very essence. Vampires with a religious bent speak of consuming the victim's very soul. This is from the core book, page 234. Pretty brutal. Yeah, so this is not just like, hey, I'm gonna sip from another vampire and maybe get a blood bond and like be cheeky. And this is the, no, no, this is... This goes much further than that. So maybe we should clear it up here and now. Because mm-hmm. um, I know I've heard this misconception. Diablery, is it just drinking another vampire completely dry in the same way that you would drain a human to death to get that last no. box? Or you actually have to more than drink them? There's more steps, and we do get into that. Okay. I just yeah. wanted to make sure because that, that phrasing was a little... Yeah, when you like more thoroughly understand uh, the mechanics and then what the like lore implications is of doing this act, you just go, oh, that's why everybody's upsetting spaghetti. Okay. Yeah, but uh, some other fun things. So those who commit uh, this to act are referred to as diabolist. Uh, there's also another term in the books to refer to this called amaranth. And this is an homage to the earliest recorded victim of Diablery. Oh, oh. I think you shared a snippet of them. With us. Yeah, I've I've talked about it like a smidgy in the Toreador episode. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so this is an ancient Toreador Methuselah with the name of Amarantha, who is a direct childer of Arakel. So this is like four steps down. Got it. And it said that they were uh, consumed by a Banu Hakim judge as punishment for her crimes. 
Oh. Yeah, as the Bon Hakim will note on their side of the situation, uh, this particular judge had a quote-unquote lapse of control while administering such punishment. Huh. Yeah, which I'm like, that's not, that's not good, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I guess I should have mentioned a, a you know, in retrospect, I probably should have mentioned a content warning about police brutality. Yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of in that vein. Uh, in that vein. When have, when, yeah. When you have a whole clan that's basically Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there are notes of uh, a red orchid being left as a warning to victims of Diablaria a week before the act is done during the Middle Ages. According oh. to the Encyclopedia Vampirica. That's that is it. the only place that says like, this, though. Like, we're going to fucking eat you. Yeah. Watch out. That's brutal. It's so brutal. It's like, I'm going to do it. I don't know the origin, but I, have, I know there are stories of red orchids being like a warning or a like bad sign in other folklore so maybe mm-hmm. they were just pulling from that Probably. i would have to look more into that but. i don't know much about that i did go down a whole rabbit hole about the actual plant called the amaranth it's also known as pigweed pigweed Ooh, pigweed yeah smoke some pigweed. <laughs> and this is a leafy green that is has species that can produce a grain that is often sold in the west as a superfood their seeds are also sold as like bird food sometimes huh uh <laughs> There was a lot of articles I found about uh, this grain being grown in, like, Africa and some of the Mediterranean and, you know, all the stuff people say about quinoa Mm. was kind of being said about this as well. Cool. Uh, But it's also a red flower that's been around since ancient times. Like, wreaths of this were left for, like, fallen ancient Greek heroes back in the day. Cool. Uh, Because the flower is associated with immortality, death, and rebirth. Nice. Yeah, kind of a cool thing. Plants are cool. Plants are cool. Uh, There was mention in the book of a red bird in Africa that's also called an amaranth. I couldn't fucking find this goddamn bird. Oh. Like, I just was Googling, like, red bird, Africa, amaranth, and, like, a bunch of different search engines. Nothing. Yeah, so I don't know who, who was on what drug, or if I'm just bad at research. Well, I would guess you're probably not bad at research. Maybe there was one of them. Maybe. I don't know. It was just, I couldn't find anything, though. Or maybe someone was just saying that they had a bird named Amaranth, mm-hmm. and it was red. That's true. And they lived in Africa. And it's true. Africa is a big place. So, Spe- Speaking of the red orchid, I did a quick uh-huh. uh, Googling. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a, uh, look that up, Jamie, moment. So this mm. is not deep research, but... From what I could find, uh, the orchid in spiritual uses means personal growth, enlightenment, or harmony. So, yeah. That is such a weird read to be like, hope you find harmony, brother. Yeah. I'm going to eat you. I'm about to personally grow and gain enlightenment. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Right? I'm just like, that is a burn. Yeah. Though all of this could be bullshit because, you know, vampire lore, it's made up. Who knows? Yeah. Someone could have just thought it sounded cool. Yeah. Uh, But the the term, the alternate term for Diablo being Amaranth uh, could come from the Greek Amarantos, meaning unfading. Uh, which could be a reference to the stains uh, that doing Diablo leaves upon the perpetrator's soul. Mm-hmm. So who the fuck knows? Run with this how you will in your game. <laughs> Hurrah. So what does Diablo do? I have a quote. Do I think you guys want to read it? I haven't done a quote in a while. Do I'll it. give it a quote. Hell yeah. <sighs> Gotta clear my reading voice. Oh my God. Gotta take a sippy. Oh my God. He actually has a throat spray. <sighs> when did you get a throat uh, spray? Uh, I've had it the whole time. He's had it the whole time. I know you have those like uh, I usually just sniffing rem- lozenges. I usually just remembered to do it before the episode, mm. but now I now there's a 
increase in the middle episodes the quote will sound better but i'm ruining it by talking now oh okay i'm sorry do you need a respray no that's good let me see it i want to spray hold on let me read this quote (laughs) we do not merely feed upon the mortals some of us feed upon one another some do it out of need they can no longer survive on the thin mortal vitae others do it out of desire for they seek the power of their elders. The war between my people is cannibalistic and horrific conflict indeed. The young hunt the old, not for wisdom, but for power. That's from Critias, Clan Bruja, Awakening, page 7. Yeah, reading that Dialbury adventure was like really fucking metal. I know we're doing Bruja next, but hasn't Critias mm-hmm. come up before? Critias is a major NPC in the Chicago by Night setting. Okay. So we will we will cover that on those episodes soon i think he overlapped with one of the other clans we talked about too but we've done a lot of Mm -hmm. these episodes so my memory is not yeah then also npcs like major canonical ones like interact with each other through all sorts of things and just like jesus fucking christ Mm -hmm. that's a spaghetti board it's a spaghetti board it is so uh there are several potential reasons or quote-unquote benefits for doing a diablery uh first one that isn't so much highlighted in current canon like in the text but it seems that uh players and other people just kind of have continued this tradition so i'm going to mention it from the older texts uh what is referred to as the as rapture which is the highly ecstatic sensation that comes from draining a victim to final death Hmm. uh those who commit the act of diablo are said to feel the most intense form of rapture so yeah, you know, when you drain a person to death and you go to hunger zero and your beast is quiet and there's like, oh yeah, that feels really good. It's about as close as vampires get to sex. Mm-hmm. It's even better if you do it to another vampire. Yeah. It's bestest, apparently, if you do it and you also eat their essence of existence. Damn. Yeah. Which is, I would like to say, kind of fucked up. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. There's another quote. Uh, do you want to read that one, Skipper? That was gonna... long. <clears throat> Give me the spray. <laughs> Here, I'll give you a squirt. Give him a squirt. I give don't him, trust you. Give the boy a little squirt. I don't trust you. You, got, you gotta drop that jaw. Uh, uh, Tongue to the bottom. I don't like You gotta hit it. the back of the throat. Buddy. I can do it. No, I got you. I can do it. This has been on my mouth. You wanna you don't you, wanna touch it. Do you wanna it. trust spray? <laughs> Does it taste bad? It also helps with immune support. Oh. Look look this Johnny, stuff you've is been, gross. You've been supported. Woo! I mean, it's mostly echinacea mm. and sage and some St. John's wort. It's got some of your wort. Hell yeah, I'm a saint. You sound about the same. To the feeder. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, anyways. Sorry, editing hunter. <laughs> to the feeder, it seems she is still drinking blood, but blood so pure and powerful, it could be. Uh, it could well be liquid fire. This burning is indescribable pleasure. So piercing, it becomes agony, or pain so sweet, it becomes ecstasy. Throughout the inspiration, the diabolist can hear a sound like the tolling of a great and distant bell, slowing down and diminishing in volume until the moment the victim suffers final death. So racking is the pleasure that the diabolist is incapable of muffling a cry of exaltation. This moment is known as the the rebirth. And that's from Awakening. And that's page 10 this time. Yeah. Damn, three pages apart. Right. They really were talking about some diablery. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the, yeah, yeah. There's, there's descriptions of the people who are committing the diablery. It, it gets very horny. Yeah. It, it's very, it, it'll fall into like a Hellraiser level of like horny. So, I can see that. Yeah, if that's something you're cool with describing, 
cool. If that like crosses a line or a veil, you, you, you can behind the behind the curtain that if you need to calibrate as you need. Yeah, if one of your players does it, you can always just send them a DM because mm-hmm. no one else is gonna know how they're feeling anyway. Yeah, that is a yeah the the secret horny post that nobody at the table has to deal with, and uh-huh. then the player has to deal with the ramifications of like, their terrible choice. Like, oh fuck! Why? Mm. Oh no. <laughs> Getting a secret DM from your ST is always just like, oh, this is cool. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there there are several cases of many uh, vampires that will chase this high in particular, whether they actually would gain the other benefits from uh, committing Diablo or not. Mm-hmm. So even if they're just like, okay, well, I'm not eating lower gen. They're eating the same gen or higher. They're just like, look, I just like feeling something. Right. And if somebody else has to die for it. Eh. And I'm just like, that's fucked up. Brutal. Brutal. That's not a good time. Other kindred will also do this to gain knowledge and or power. Um, I'll take a turn reading this one. Get it. Yeah. You don't want the spray? No, I don't need the spray. Uh, <laughs> it tastes it, pretty good. It does I'm, not. <laughs> I like it. Sarah would like it. We like gin. I Yeah, I tend to like bitter and herbaceous things. I like herbaceous things. That was garbage, though. It was. I'm so sorry, I used to John. complain when I'd listen to Herb Alpert all the time. <laughs> okay, well, still... A contest of humanity plus blood potency versus the victim's resolve and blood potency uh, will be done during a Diablery attempt. Uh, Every success gives the Diablers five experience points to immediately spend on increasing their blood potency to a maximum of the victim's blood potency or on disciplines known by the victim. Uh, This is core book, page 235. And also, if the victim is of a lower generation, the the Diablers lowers their generation by one. Oh, okay. So it doesn't matter how much more powerful they are. It's just if they are, you go up one step. Yeah. Okay. that That's kind of how the mechanics is now. I have some notes, though, unfortunately. Uh, in previous editions, a vampire could lower their generation by more than one step based on a series of stamina rolls if the difference between the two vampires was more than one step of a generation. Okay. So if you want to house rule something... I can't stop you. There's precedent for it, but that's not like raw in V5. So if there's a reason for an NPC to jump up, go for it. Oh, if you want to make a monster out of an NPC, yeah, fucking go for it. If it's a player, you might want to at least make it a roll unless you're really going to crack down on all this free XP they're getting. <laughs> well, yeah, they it's I mean, they're, they're going to be able to get the XP roll regardless because they're going to have to do a series of those rolls over yeah. the course of doing the Diablery. I'll get into more details about that. Um, committing a Diablery is also a reward for doing a blood hunt. So for those who cross the Camarilla enough uh, to become persona non grata, you get put on this thing called the red list, which is a big list of no, no, you fucked up. You are, uh, you know, in John Wick, when John Wick fucks up and then everybody in the assassin agency is coming to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally that. Yeah. Uh, except the Camarilla doesn't exclusively count this as a Camarilla thing. So if Anarchs and Sabat also hear that you're on the red list, they're just like, oh, daddy isn't going to back them? Sick. <laughs> now, in this kind of situation, say, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know, Gary is on the red list mm-hmm. and he is hanging out in a Cam City. Mm-hmm. Are Cam people going to be pissed if Anarchs or Sabat come into the city to go after Gary? technically no more likely they just won't give 
Gary shelter. Mm. If not, there might be people in the Camarilla that are just like, ah, shit, freeze lunch. Gotcha. Eh. Or, you know, there's some that will use killing folks on the red list as like a hierarchical like stand thing because there's the Alistairs that, uh, you know, the uh, the Jessicar for the Ventrue is an Alistair mm. and their whole thing is hunting people on the red list for sport. Right. They don't have to commit Diablery. But if you're on that list, you are open for being Diablerized, mm-hmm. which is weird because then if you do do that, technically you end up in a weird catch 22 where you're like, I followed the rules and I did the thing, but I also committed the sin. So if people wanted to turn around and nail me for that, I guess I, that could still happen. Hmm. I would imagine as long as the prince who you did it under okay to... was a, okay, you'd be fine. But like, yeah. say you did that in Chicago, but then you went to like New Orleans, they could just be like, "Well, fuck you on the spot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're showing the signs, and we can't vet you, so fuck off. That, and I, I could also see if you were a sabbat or an anarch using hunting someone on the red list as a like, "I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I did your job for you. Now let's talk." Kind of situation where oh, it's for like. Sure. All right, if you catch him, we'll we'll have a meeting. If you don't, you're dead by the sunrise Mm -hmm. kind of situation where it's like, all right, help us or die. Yeah, you can have tons and tons and tons of stories and plot hooks and lore based on just that faction of it alone. But those are those are the most prominent, quote unquote, benefits for doing this. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the only ways because vampires are static to really raise uh, your power levels or your generation status. Right. Or if you're a thin blood, that is one of the only ways to uh, elevate nah. yourself. Yeah. Now, when you are getting those five points of experience per success mm-hmm. uh, to spend on raising your blood potency or powers that the victim knows, yeah, are you buying them at in clan uh, prices or are you buying them at out of clan prices? If you are eating them, I quoted this straight out of the book, and that's all they said. Mm, okay. So I think that would just kind of... There is the raw expenditure where it's like, well, if it's in clan, it's going to be cheaper for you. Yeah. So it might be a quick way for you to just suddenly like boost disciplines. And it's also a very evil way to learn out of clan disciplines. So that might be a... This is what the raw says. If your storyteller wants to be very insidious and just make doing this act more like tempting like devil's advocate mm-hmm. you could just be like, no, they're all just five flat. Right. Because your soul's in like a weird balance that you could technically justify it lo- like fluff wise, but that's not what the raw says. Right. Yeah. And if you want to be an ST, you could, uh, you could even just be weird about it and be like, all right, you did it. This is what you get. Mm-hmm. Like just all right, don't even make them a roll for it. Essentially just like, all right, you go up a level and somehow, you know, you can do this or mm-hmm. within a couple nights, like you start noticing when you're in a really shady spot, you can't see yourself or whatever like you just slowly like let them find out they have a new discipline that could be pretty fun that could be an interesting story be done like dealing with the ramifications of it because there's further things that go along with this so you've decided you want to commit diablery because you know you're like i don't have a conscience i don't have a conscience and i want to have the horny juice that makes me jacked how do Uh, i do a diablery so i am following the uh diablery section from the core book pages 234 and 235 I understand previous editions have other ways you handle it. We're not fucking dealing with that. Yeah. I've just noted other things from previous editions for fluff reasons, because I think they're interesting for building a story. But the comp, but God damn, do some of the fucking mechanics get really, really complicated in ways that you're just like, why are we like this? But Mm. moving on. So your first step when you're doing the no, no, bad, terrible crime is first, the victim must be immobilized. Mm. They can either be restrained, staked, or held down by several helpers. Ew. Yeah. That last one, I, th- I think, is worst. 
It gets grosser. Of course. Step two, the victim must be drained. This will take an entire scene due to the viscousness of the vitae. Note, each bite from a vampire's fangs causes two aggravated damage. Oh. That is something in the feeding on vampire section of the core book. People forget about that a lot. I forget they actually literally have thicker blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That also would be something to rem- remind from our last episode about blood, is every time you feed off someone, you're doing two ag pretty much... Every time. Every time, unless you're, like, setting up medical tools and extracting, like, just the right amount of blood every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Or you're doing the, uh... Real slow slip. The real slow slip and, like, you know... There's ways you can mitigate the damage, but you're harming people every time. So, morality. And then, the next step. While any help... Oh, so next step on the draining thing. Uh, While any helpers may take part in draining the victim, only one vampire... Oh my god, let me start that over again. Hunter, I am so sorry. While any helpers may take part in draining the victim, only one vampire may claim the victim's power slash soul. And that's gotta be like the last bite there. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate in the newest edition, they kind of leave it up to interpretation if the soul is a tangible thing or not, or if it's just a metaphorical description of what, like, the spark of life or consciousness is. That's mm-hmm. a thing. That's a theme you can describe at your own table. Yeah. Y'all figure it out. Yeah. Um, though I will note, in previous editions, uh, there are spelled out thaumaturgical rituals uh, involving Yalbury, particularly the Ritual of the Bitter Rose, which would allow multiple participants to partake not only in the rebirth, but the power gained from a single Diablery. So would they, like, split it between all the participants, essentially? Yep. And with the Blood Sigils book allowing people to homebrew, homebrew quote-unquote, rituals, if you're wanting to expand thaumaturgical rituals, there's a fuckload in the old books that pretty much port straight over into hmm. V5 pretty easily. So if you want to have some really fucking evil Tremere, great. Yeah, you can have like. I mean, that's kind of just the standard. A soul-eating gangbang. Is that not what they do anyway? I mean, yeah, it's just it's. I just read when I was reading through it, I was just like, this is gross. Yeah, this is awful. Yeah, you could also probably, um, with those homebrew stuff in that book, make a thin blood alchemy version of that. Well, you technically can't have. You can counterfeit sorceries. You can't counterfeit rituals. Okay. But if there's an effect that a ritual does, you might be able to talk through it with the ST. Okay. It's, yeah. That's another episode. But I wanted to note this because there is already rules stated out for doing a Diablerie as, like, a party platter. I was mm. almost thinking of also a way that, like, you could have, like, a Thin Blood or multiple Thin Bloods do it mm-hmm. and still remain Thin Blood but still get something out of it. That might be a talk to the ST. You all yeah. are going to lose a fuckload of humanity, but, you know... Yeah, he's still gonna walk in the sun. Uh, that that that's the thin blood episode. <laughs> Anyways, so then the act happens. Uh, the diablerist needs to win a number of tests equal to the victim's blood potency, uh, and the the tests that are rolled is strength plus resolve at a difficulty of three. So if their blood potency is three, you roll strength and resolve three times, and you need to beat a difficulty of three. Mm. If any one of these contests fails, the victim's quote unquote animating spark dies unconsumed. So you have to succeed all of the rolls. Interesting. Right. And then the final step, death. The death. The death. Regardless of the outcome of the Diablerie, the body withers and decays quickly. Even if it's a new vampire. Yeah, because you've done a fucked up terrible thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's just, I think it's interesting because usually it decays quickly to whatever it would be normally. Yeah. So So if they were turned recently. Yeah, like a week dead. You forgot to turn off your alarm. I have two. (laughs) oh <laughs> buddy but um, yeah you're right okay, yeah so cool. yeah if a kindred was like 
200 years old, yeah, they'd wither to, like, dust in a pile of hair. Right. And then if they're only embraced, like, within a year, it'd be, like, kind of a wet corpse, depending on the environment. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, if you try to commit a diablery, regardless if you succeed or fail, the body just... Just goops. Does it goop or dust? You know what? Have fun. Whatever your poetic little heart desires. It depends on the clan. It goops and then dust. It depends on the clan! I like that. No! All right. Nosferatu's goop. Probably mm-hmm. so. I feel like Ventru would turn to ash. Toriador just kind of blow away in the wind. Just a sad wind. Mm-hmm. Very dramatic wind. In an enclosed room with no AC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what is the fallout for committing the Diablery? So the victim of a Diablery experiences literally one of the worst forms of final death that exists in the canon. Hmm. Who wants to read this quote? Oh, we circled back around. I'll go ahead. Ah, yeah, go for it. I think the spray's still working. I'll need more. At the moment of... I'm going to take that again. At the moment the victim's hunger rating is reduced to zero, he becomes paralyzed. It is as if he slips into torpor, except that he is completely and horribly conscious through the inspiration. As the victim's life force begins to leave his body, he is possessed by terror, a panic that no reason can hold at bay. That's also from Awakening, page 10. Yeah, it's super gross because, yeah, the whole time the person is being pinned down and then is basically knocked into physical unconsciousness or however you want to parse that. Uh, their consciousness is awake of and fighting actively for survival and is aware of what is happening the entire time. So it's kind of like sleep paralysis, night terror. Sleep paralysis, night terror. Um, it's like... <laughs> It's like someone took a lot of hallucinogenics, they're experiencing ego death, but like their entire existence is ego. Yeah, like that. Um, There's cases of when people are being assaulted or going through very traumatic situations, they'll kind of hit the freeze. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, you're just where like your brain is rushing at at, like 20 bajillion whatevers, but you're just kind of doing physically whatever you need to do to survive to just like psychologically maintain yourself. This is literally the, I have no mouth, but I must scream. Mm-hmm. Rough. Yeah. It's, it's. It nasty. It's bad. I, I'm going to very explicitly say, hi, everybody. Um, check-ins can and should be done as the weight of this action is extraordinarily intense and very much mirroring torture and rape. I'm just flat out saying it. I'm like, I can't think of a better euphemism because there's so much with the way vampires feed that's intrinsically tied to like sexual imagery mm-hmm. and metaphor. Yeah. That's that's the end road of what this is. So given the weight of that, uh, if you need further advice on handling these things, there is the sexual violence and game section of the advice for considerate play in the core book on page 422. And there's also the torture and no excuses section in operational approaches for the second Inquisition book, pages 102 and 103, for further advice. Nice. So, you know, and in light of the romance book drama, I'm going to be posting about that on our TikTok later. I had to take some time to read everything and think about it. Because mm-hmm. I think we've kind of had a policy on the show of like, no, 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 we're going to take in media, think about it and form our own thoughts instead of just shooting off from the hip. Uh, I like cowboys. I do like cowboys, They're but cool. yeah, when you're dealing with heavier things and things that have a lot of implications to real life and things that could affect your friends at the table that may have had to go through some traumas and they maybe haven't like given all the details or various other things. Yeah, this is where like lines and veils, check-ins, all of those safety tools are important because as much as the community jokes about like the forbidden sip, I'm like, it's really There's- a dark. There's a reason up. that it's forbidden. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it is it is a deliberate act of destruction. 
I, there's no if, ands, or buts. You can't really parse around that. Committing diablery is something that requires conscious active choice, and the players cannot be coerced or frenzy into committing a diablery. If, the, if you're doing this, this is an act of evil and destruction that you are actively making as a choice as a player character. I imagine the idea there, too, is also like, at least as far as like the frenzy side is taken, is it, it is like a ritual that has specific steps that need to be taken. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a frenzied state of mind where you can't fully process what you're doing, you're not going to be able to succeed at that. Like even I would say even if your character frenzies and they try and do it, it's like an instant fail on those dice rolls. They're not their brain's not in the right space. They're not going to take the right steps. You might eat a guy to death. Yeah. But you're not going to actually consume them. Yeah. That's basically because I revisited the frenzy section for V5. um, And that basically parallels what you're saying. Um, To quote, a vampire in frenzy loses all capacity for rational thought driven solely by rage, starvation or panic. If not riding the wave, a vampire in frenzy becomes a property of the storyteller for the duration. So uh, storytellers, if you have a player that is frenzying, do not take your player's agency away and force them to make a diablery. They can't. That's one, like they don't have the mental like faculties to make that conscious destructive choice because there's so many steps involved in doing this level of destruction. And two... Taking away player agency is super fucked up. Don't do it. Like at worst, you know, like shit, you can even have them like kill a important human or another important character to them. Yeah, you can have them like, it's one thing to destroy their haven or. Yeah, you, you can have talks about like consent and how far destruction and death is willing to go for your game and how much you want to have the stakes or like how high that is. It's one thing for your character to be in frenzy and kill an NPC. Doing the Diablery specifically is such a level of just like existential annihilation is the only way I can explain it. That it's just like it is beyond just doing a murder. Like you're just utterly obliterating somebody just from reality. Their corpse doesn't even sit around. Yeah. It's a dust. So (laughs) yeah. And having your storyteller take your player agency away from doing such a heinous thing and forcing that on you is extraordinarily fucked up. The closest I could see to making that work is if you had a player who'd already consciously decided that they were going to do it. And in their frenzy, you're like, all right, you did it, but you'd lose out on the great experience of it. Yeah. Well, actually, there is steps for that kind of technically. Interesting. Okay. So uh, to continue the quote, a vampire can also choose to ride the wave intentionally succumbing to the frenzy without making a test. This act follows the usual frenzy rules though the storyteller should let the player play out the frenzy themselves, such as choosing who they feed upon first rather than having the storyteller take complete control of the character. So in this instance, the player is still making the conscious choice to commit the uh, the act of aggression and to go through all the steps. So since this is a player making a constant and active choice, because there's a lot of steps involved and you can stop and back out at any point. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, if that player is insisting on continuing through this whole process, you know, do check in to be like, are you sure you want to keep going with this? And if they go, yes, be like, okay, cool. You were also going to have all of the consequences of this because this was a choice you made. Mm-hmm. And I mean, going with some of the quotes we had earlier, there are reasons, there are flaws, there are clan banes that may push a character mm-hmm. who's frenzying to want to do that, mm-hmm. like with the uh, Arbanu friend earlier. Yeah, and th- this is also where the story gets into like themes of addiction. Yeah, but the idea there is that the player is still making that choice because the we haven't gotten to it fully yet, but 
the downsides of doing this are something you shouldn't just thrust on a character. No. <laughs> we are going to get into some of that. So to reemphasize, this is a death that is beyond death, essentially. Um, while many other cultures will find just the consumption of blood itself to be highly taboo, this goes far beyond that. Uh, whether your table wishes to acknowledge the soul as an actual substantive thing or a metaphorical concept, the act of diablery consumes and destroys whatever the spark is. So, yeah, this is just control alt deleting just a soul. Because, you know, in the kind of with World of Darkness, there is, you know, beyond the veil. So there's wraiths and other mm -hmm. life continues beyond the, uh, the, the weak Physical. flesh. Right. And you are s stopping that. And I'm just like, oh, that's ugh. that's rough. It, you can get into some Cthulian thoughts on that if you want to, like, make it a little less heavy. Mm -hmm. But you're also just, like, you're fundamentally destroying another person in ways that you cannot take back. It's Much it's, less truly oh. comprehend. Either. Yeah. You're probably not going to. Though I did go down another rabbit hole, and I apologize, everyone. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, there's this concept of the heart's blood. Uh, is also referred to as blood essence, and this thick black vitae is a concentration of the vampire's power in self. Whether this is their consciousness or soul is up for debate. So instead of having all of the vitae that's like thick and viscous with like portions of the thing, um, you can just have like a cup full of it that's like super thick and concentrated and it has mm. everything in it. So that's what heart's blood is. Interesting. Uh, this blood sorcery is a high level practice of quietus. It's at the five dot level from the Banu Hakim. <laughs> uh, and this does trace back to the Dark Ages storyline where in there they mention this practice goes back into like ancient times, even going back to like Hakim himself. Damn. Yeah. Uh, for centuries, this practice was often done by the warrior cast uh, upon felled enemies as a way to give their elders or to take uh, this power back to Alamut mm. to be used as a resource. Right. Um, those who followed also the, uh, the moral path of blood uh, would use this uh, heart's blood as a substance in their religious rituals. So if you want to get sabbati with things with an NPC, this is pretty metal. Yeah. It's super fucked up. It's very metal though. Um, also, you can totally <laughs> just casually have like, you know, a thing of heart's blood on like labeled heart's blood in a cabinet mm -hmm. in an elder's office. I don't know. I like that idea. Yeah. Just have that just to like denote like quietly to like how fucked up this person is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um, The practice of doing this sorcery is essentially committing diablery with the caster testing their willpower against the victim who is aware and can fight back because you're basically fighting their consciousness to mm -hmm. squeeze them into the juice. Uh, those who consume this essence later on while it is still fresh go through the process of completing the diablery with all of the pros and cons. Okay. Wow. So okay. it's basically like putting a pause in the middle of diablery and taking the guy somewhere else. So it's basically mm -hmm. a way to diablerize through someone else. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Or for someone else, I guess yeah, is a better so, way to put it. Yeah, so if it is possible for a warrior that knew this spell to kill somebody, squish their power and souls into a juice curtain, take it somewhere else or give it to somebody else, and then they could finish right. the process. Because huh. at the point, they would just drink it, right? Yeah, or they could just slam it yeah. themselves. Yeah. Because either you have to do it right in the moment before, you know, the spark flitters away and this is one way of putting a pause on that for a period of time which i feel like is more horrifying because it implies that the person's consciousness is in the juice box and is yeah. aware of what is happening ah! which is more i have no mouth I'm but i'm a scream i'm a juice box i'm a juice box yeah i'm gonna die i'm gonna die imagine being i'm gonna die 
in a tiny container you cannot escape from Mm -hmm. for nights, weeks, months, years, potentially. Yeah, we don't have a stopper on that. If you want to use our rules from the blood episode Mm -hmm. about how long that would last, but it is a specifically magical thing. So you could definitely get away with extending that time period. Yeah, I almost like the idea of it just staying yeah there's basically the heart's blood can be dried out and the power wanes over time according to the old text Mm -hmm. this is also a blood sorcery because of the blood sigils book if you want to port this quietus rituals and spells and then pop them into your v5 game there's now a track for you to do that so that's why i'm mentioning it now right because you can use it you don't have to though probably shouldn't probably shouldn't unless you want to have like a really fucked up npc Mm mm-hmm which I'm always for bad guys being actually bad guys. <laughs> it makes the stakes worth it instead of everybody's kind of vaguely a piece of shit. No, you need a couple of guys where you're just like, holy oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> oh, I thought I was hot shit. No. <laughs> oh, I just have a trench coat and bad ideas. <laughs> um, Along with other uh, uh, uses of this uh, heart's blood, there are notes of potential memories being transferred along uh, while you're doing a diablerie. So certain Banu sorcerers and viziers can use the heart's blood to observe and learn things from the years lived of the victim. Huh. So as far as I can tell, when they do this from the text, they aren't actually committing diablery, but it's also like on the same level of fucked up where you're just like dissecting somebody's consciousness mm-hmm. to like learn things from them. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. Yeah, it's not a good time. Um, oh gosh. Yeah, uh, then there's also some sorcerers uh, within the, the Bana Hakim who could condense their Vitae to transfer power through false diablery to circumvent the curse that was put on them by the Tremere through a r- ritual called Renewal of the Soul. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, because the Tremere cursed the Bana Hakim so they couldn't uh, commit diablery. Yeah. And some Bana Hakim, because they followed the path of blood, it's like a very significant port, like important moral ritualistic thing for them to do or mm. things to gain power. So they could use heart's blood, uh, basically to uh, through a ritual to fake a diablery. Okay. Yeah, it, it, reading through it was a little squirrely. That is a definitely talk to your st if you want to like have this in your game for whatever right. reason. But it's one of those like if you want to have somebody in the game that's like, well, I'm not technically committing diablery, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, that's almost worse than you just straight up doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to like you realize it's bad and you're trying to get away with it. Like that's fucking crazy. You also hinted at it earlier, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's coming up, but there are a lot of downsides. Oh, And yes. I'm sure the, to the outside eyes, it looks exactly the same, mm-hmm. both these methods. Yep, yep. It's essentially not really that different, but they'll be like, well, if I do this ritual, I don't have the thing where the Tremere curse causes me to take burning aggravated damage as I burn from the inside out. So this yeah. is specifically good for old world. Yes. Banu. Yeah. Now... Could there be applications for this for people trying to avoid getting the, you know, other downsides possibly, but that's also a read through the text, talk to your ST. It also depends on the kind of stories you want to tell, blah, 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 blah. I feel like that's more of a plot line convenience that the ST chooses than a player. Yeah. Because with a player does it, it does, even if, unless it's very closely tied to your story, it does kind of feel like them trying to get out of something. Yeah. I, as a storyteller, I would not let it work in the way that they're intending where it's like, okay, well, maybe the black lines show up less, but there's other issues. There's, I don't, I'm trying to emphasize that this is bad and that there should be consequences. 
and players shouldn't just get away with this kind of shit. Mm -hmm. But in the canon, there are obviously going to be characters that are going to try and get away with that shit. So I'm trying to acknowledge what I have been able to find and what I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. So storytellers and players can decide how they want to handle their stories because I I can't stop you from telling a pizza cutter story where it's all edge and no point. I can't stop you, but I'd rather you didn't because those are boring and they suck. (laughs) I do like pizza though. I like pizza, but there, but you can cut a pizza with just a fucking knife, or, or scissors, or a katana, or a kukri, or you could just fold that bitch stand. in half a and just would eat be it. Hard, unless you're just that'd be kind of fun though. Just hack the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a moment of levity, levity, guys. Jesus Christ. I like it. Ah, uh, but yeah, I'm continuing. bringing a machete next time we have pizza. Hell yeah! Um, I want to do that thing where you do with paper, where you fold it and mm-hmm. then you unfold it and you fold it the other way. And then you really <laughs> press down on the edge so that it just tears really easy. Get you one of those like folding <laughs> bones so you have the really with crisp edge. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, for those who don't want to like deal with any of that or if you don't really have the Bonner Hakim in your plot, good news for V5. Woo! Um, the concept of uh, memories and other uh, information from a vampire being transferred from one to the other uh, is bolstered by the thin blood alchemical drug known as Ash. Mm. That will be its own fucking episode. That showed up in our game, but we yeah. kind of stopped. You guys kind of stopped fucking with that. It didn't stop fucking with you, though. Um, we had bigger fish to fry. Eh, that's fine. kind of true. Uh, there's also evidentiary weight uh, to memories and thoughts and the consciousness being transferred also through what happens when Diablary fails, which we will discuss later on. Or if you listen to our cults episode, you might remember <laughs> some of that. Some of that. Whoops. So, committing Diablary is the worst crime among vampires. It directly breaks the sixth tradition, which is, if one of you want to read... <clears throat> Thou art forbidden to destroy another of thy kind. The right... Of destruction belongeth only to thine elder, only to the eldest among thee shall call the blood hunt. Core book 52 page. <laughs> Why'd you spray him at the end? I just wanted to help him out. God. Just need a little throat spray. <laughs> uh, do you need a moment? Oh my God. It's so gross. <laughs> it didn't even get in my throat. It's just on my tongue. I like it. Oh my god, anywho, uh, those who do not follow uh, the rules of the tower will look down upon Diablerist. Anarchists tend to, you know, at least follow the masquerade, and then the Diablery one's kind of like a close second on the like, ah, I don't know if we can trust this guy, because he ate Jimmy, and Jimmy was cool, and Cheryl's gone, I don't know what happened to Tobias, fuck, you know, (laughs) like, that's just, that's just logistics problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're sort of seeing a pattern of like his haven and the havens near his haven are becoming abandoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 not good. And uh, even elders with the Sabbat know to keep an eye on their mad fledglings and neonates because, you know, the Sabbat's just like, well, if people get too big and too powerful, you cut them down to the fucking knee because we're here to fight God. Mm-hmm. Not become one. Yeah. So a lot of, lot of diablery within the ranks of the Sabbat. Which is a big chunk of the reason why they're recommended to be uh, antagonists and non-player characters. It's hard to be a coterie when you're incentivized to eat each other. Oh, that that could be a fun story. Yeah, if, you if just that... have to have the right players. Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna go, I'm not telling people not to do that. But for uh, the baby bats who are coming into World of Darkness from other systems, that might be a lot to start out with, and maybe I just I don't recommend it. Mm-hmm. But you know, 
I'm not going to tell you no. I might not just join your table. And that's fine. There's loads of games for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing on. Those, those who are particularly heinous may be hunted down by Archons and Alistairs. For those who remember, Archons are just a step down of the Justicars, who are the heads of the clans for the Camarilla. And they're like Texas Rangers right. that travel around and like do specific tasks. Yeah, you know, like the, the back to John Wick, that bitch with the one earring and the shaved head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think archon adjacent actually john wick's really good for explaining things in the camaria the more i've said it <laughs> like i'm not wrong it's a good way to vampire can shit. be an action game hell yeah so like archons <laughs> are kind of like sh- international sheriffs almost yeah it's like, like interpol yeah they're like state police versus like, like indianapolis police yeah 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 that kind of thing yeah or uh, like feds yeah and then the vampire Al- feds yeah and then the alisters are kind of like mercenaries there's red alisters which are alisters that have killed people that are in like the top five so they got like extra acclaim Ooh. got extra status because they killed a big boy yeah yeah uh so that'll make your life difficult if you do a diablery because then people are gonna go let's get them we can let's kill go, that let's guy go ahead and grab that guy real quick it, yeah. it does say that if it's particularly heinous, so I assume you'd either have to eat someone like that really ups your power, was really well known, or you did it like very flagrantly. Yeah, or frequently. Frequently, yeah. Or you did it in like a debauched way that like caused a lot of uh, consternation. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's because the way you're supposed to be parsing out your vampire population to your human population, there should not be that many vampires even in metropolitan cities so you know if there's a community of like 100 200 of you somebody's gonna notice when somebody goes missing Mm -hmm. and people are gonna ask questions and vampires are nosy and we love getting dirt on each other it's true Mm -hmm. so if you have a character that commits diablery the odds of them actually keeping that quiet for long especially if they're gonna remain in the city that they did it in is not great Mm -hmm. and there are people whose jobs and hobbies are hunting your ass down right so you know it's like there's people that do it literally for sport so yeah just you know keep that keep that in in consideration um also in notes uh diablerists uh, that are caught by these kinds of kindred uh may find themselves tortured as part of their punishment before execution great because the jessicars and the archons are like well we got to make an example of them and we rule through terror and fear you might even be tortured in elysium you might be the main event yep party favor i imagine that they might put on a show to oh a member of this clan was eaten so this clan you all may take a bite or whatever yeah or, you know... We're uh, just going to toss him into Chinatown. Yeah. It's like, well, uh, we have have this ba- this basket, iron basket full of hot coals, and we have a bunch of pokers. Every member of this clan is reporting to the city on this night, and we're going to each take turns. And that's how we're starting Elysium tonight. Woo! It will continue from there. It's going to be a party. Yeah, so there there might be consequences outside of like, oh, well, I guess you can just kill my character. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. There will be there'll be levels of pain and humiliation because we have to make everybody understand that this is a, a big no-no because we are civilized because we have rules. Be on, mm. on the level of the uh, gold drinking. The gold drinking? Oh, God. God. I'm sorry. Just the Van of Hard Thomas is like, what if we fill him with gold? And I'm just like, what the shit fuck? That's horrifying anytime that happens. I'm just like, fuck. Turning an anvi- a, sorry, a vampire into one of those ant colony artworks. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And then you can display it in Elysium so mm-hmm. everyone knows what like, happened to the last guy that did the obelary. Or if you want to be a real bastard fuck. Uh, one of my personal favorites is, especially because a lot of cities happen near uh, water, 
particularly deep water, you fill them with wet setting cement, like in their lungs and abdominal cavities and just whatever orifice you can find or make. And then just chuck them into the deep end. Because you see, we follow the rules of destruction here, the right of destruction. So we're not going to destroy you. It's going to toss you in the bottom of there. And nobody's going to bother finding you. And if anybody does, that's not my problem. You're out of my jurisdiction. Don't forget about this. Yeah. Because technically concrete does break down over time, but that's a... But the odds are they'll be in torpor by then. Yeah. And, you know, LaSombre might find them as their underwater uh, snack <laughs> between cracking submarines open. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or a new ally if you, you know. You know. If your players get to sinking people often. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's ramifications. Uh, there's also the Amarathans, which is, reckon, the, is actually really interesting. Uh, so remember back at the beginning of the episode with Amartha? Yeah. Who was Diablerized and supposedly the first written record record. Uh, recorded first yeah. vampire diablerized get it yeah so her being a toreador shockingly had a bunch of lovers uh -uh. and they were all so upsetty spaghetti about this they banded together to reform a revenge squad hell yeah uh this was supposedly a collection of bruja nosferatu and other banu hakim hell yeah and they're just like no 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 they got our girl fuck that <laughs> fuck that shit which is actually kind of cool uh so this group uh has continued the practice of hunting down diablerist to this very evening and they will execute these kindred without trial or seeking permission from local authorities. Um, they will do this across the world throughout time. This is what they do. You have a squad of vampire Jason Todds or the Crow or however the fuck. That's wild. That are hunting down Diablerist as, as a token of memory for like a lost loved one, which is the gothest fucking shit. Yeah. It just yeah. fucking, uh, it's so good. Uh, the faithful of this cult believe that they can either set free or merge with Amartha herself if they manage to consume her murderer. The OG murderer supposedly has been slain, but for your story, if you want to just change that, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. But they will hunt down the descendants of the original assailant. I wonder if when they say, like, end the murderer, they mean their, like, entire line. They mean the entire line. So not only do they hunt down Diablerists and the people who Diablerize their dead lover, they also then hunt down Diablerize the them. Sometimes I do. Upon finding Vampires a cult. are hypocritical creatures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Though I, it, they have this weird code. Like this cult in particular has this really interesting cult code. So upon finding a culprit, uh, they can offer to pass along a final message before execution. Uh, they'll carry out a non-blasphemous final wish. So if somebody's like, I want you to do a Diablo, they're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. I guess I gotta do that and then spooku myself. Uh, or there has been the rare chance that they've even granted mercy and saw redemption in another soul. Huh. Yeah, it's fucking metal. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, so could you just imagine just a, a part of a plot where some vampire's just doing some weird batshit thing from out of town and you're like, who the fuck's this guy? And he's like... Oh, yeah, well, I executed this fucking uh, Diablerist in Paris, and he had this, like, final wish, and I am uh, fulfilling that. And they're like, oh, well, that completely fucks the politics of our city. And he's like, I don't care. I need to finish this up and leave. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, most vampires will tolerate the operations of this cult since most members only show up if they're on a case and then just leave afterwards. <laughs> so they just show up and they go, all right, I got the guy. Bye. It's like the lone stranger in Fallout Perfect. New Vegas. <laughs> they, they just show up, do the murder, 
leave. I feel like it's also one of those cults where like usually the Camarilla is like, we don't want anyone else operating around here. But like the second it's Diablos, they're like, thanks for taking care of our problem. Oh, that's less work for me. Sick. Mm-hmm. Which funny you mentioned that. Uh, the thoughts on this cult have changed over the course of recent nights. Ooh, I wonder why. Uh, because the most of the cult has focused on the Sabbat because, you know, they just fucking love doing Diablery all the time and That's there's true. a lot less Sabbat. Mm-hmm. So now these cultists are like, well, I have all this free time. Hey, Camarilla, I noticed some of you guys <laughs> are doing Diablery and the Camarilla's like, uh-uh, that's not us. That's not us. We didn't do that. I've never, I've never eaten I, one of those before. Me? Ever. Crime? There's absolutely, I'm vegan. There's absolutely no lore reason whatsoever that an older member of the Camarilla would want to commit Diablery. Would have ever committed Diablery no to way. like rise to the ranks of the politics of the town. Never. Or to Literally. avoid going on a trip. Right? Never. Not Literally once. not possible. Never. There's no reason that... A very powerful Toreador Methuselah could potentially be hunted down by these Amartharian cultists, which would be really funny because that's like the progenitor of the girl that they are doing the revenge quest for. That would never happen. Also, that was, would be hilarious. I was also thinking them going head to head with I can't remember what they're called from our Nosferatu episode. But the Chugu? Yeah, the yeah. Nosferatu are essentially just eating all the other Nosferatu. Yeah, their Marthans versus the Nikuku would be. Oh my god, that'd be so scary. What would you do if you were just you're hanging out in your uh, your little sewer dweller and there's been some uh, there's been some rumors of a Niktuku in like you know the the necropolis mm-hmm. that all you you and your little cousins are hanging out in and then like you know a week a month or so go on with this rumor spreading and then you see these people come in who are definitely not from the city definitely no. not uh, Nosferatu and they just like start going deeper and deeper and deeper into the necropolis. How would you feel as a Nosferatu? As a Nosferatu in the um, stay, stay a little closer to the surface for a I'd, while. I'd, yeah. I'd, that that's that has the energy of like when you're watching a spaghetti western, and the white hat like starts to walk down the main street. I'd just be like, <laughs> "We are leaving. We gotta leave. <laughs> Everything's gonna be on fire." <laughs> it is. Whatever money you made at the brothel, put it in your bustier. We are going. <laughs> I say it did specifically say that it was um, Bruja, Nosferatu, and Bana Hukim who make up the majority. The majority of, of this, the majority, yeah. yeah okay, okay. Though there can so, be others that are just like got wrapped up into this, and, or they have their own revenge quest, and then mm-hmm. this cult's like, "Hey, you're really good at this, kid. You want to go pro?" <laughs> and he's just like, "Fuck yeah, we pay travel." Yeah, that would be a cool storyline. That would be if yeah. like your sire got diablerized, and you're on a revenge quest, and then these guys show up, and you're like, "Oh." You want to do it? Speaking of, if you want to do it, there's a lore sheet for this cult in Children of the Blood on page 104. Oh, fuck yeah. I uh, got you an can, idea for a character now. Yeah, you can find a Judge Diablerist, uh, gain respect for your dedication, and even avoid losing humanity for committing Diablery yourself. Because, you you know, if you're eating of the bloodline that slew the long-lost lover and you're trying to, like, free her soul by, like, reclaiming it, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's fine. Uh-huh. No problems. No problems. There's a whole lore sheet that you can spend points on to make sure there's no problems. Yeah. I no, mean... Zero problems. It'll help. You're still going to have these... Uh, Other problems. These, these personal tolls. Yes. Um, that, that come from, you know, sipping... Uh, a soul away yeah so we've we've talked about like the social problems for doing diablery which is you know everybody's like this is bad like morals and stuff you're a dick if you do it for those of you who are playing characters like well i'm a monster i don't care about being a dick i'm fine with taking the price here's here's the personal the personal price here is the troll toll for getting into that boy's hole boop 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 uh first is the black veins in your aura yeah 
So black veins become visible in the Diablerist aura. They persist for a year, or if the Diablerist generation was lower than their praise, they persist for a number of years equal to the original difference in generation. Hmm. For some reason, I thought it lasted longer. It used to, but it got uh, okay. truncated in V5. So it's I'm a little easier to keep track. I'm kind of sad about that, to be honest. I liked the idea of them just being there for a long-ass fucking Yeah, time. well, here's the, the slight note on that is a lot of characters for V5 have been crunched down into the lower gen or into the higher gens. Mm-hmm. So bigger golf numbers. Uh, so the odds of you finding a character that is that much of a step different from you is mm-hmm. not great. Right. Unless you're doing that kind of adventure. And then there are rules for like, well, I guess you're going to be like this for uh, years. Years. Good luck. There was also a, uh, I, th- I feel like I remember seeing, I don't know if it was Storyteller's Vault. Don't remember even what book it might have been in. Mm-hmm. Um, a flaw you can take that makes the, the veins like permanent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That might be, I haven't seen it in the current canon, but I would not be opposed to having that in my game. But that would be a, we're going to talk it out and make mm-hmm. sure everybody's cool with that. Because, you know, the tones are heavy and maybe somebody doesn't want to deal with that. Right. I would even say if you're taking flaws when making your character and you're willing to put like, let's say three dots into the notoriety flaw and say, Mm -hmm. I got some veins Mm -hmm. in my aura. Like, I think that would be a good reason to be notarable. Oh yeah. The notorious where everyone's like, you're a diablerist. And that's like notorious. And then you also have disliked or the, the status flaw. Oh my God. Yeah. If you want to start on the game on hard mode. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, these veins, by the way, can be seen through the use of the Auspex power, Scry the Soul, which is the third level Auspex power. So baby, baby bats aren't going to have it, but it's also not super out of the reach for just people to have that just around and on. Guarantee if you walk into Elysium, at least a couple people are looking at you like that. Mm -hmm. Almost assuredly. Absolutely. Probably the guy watching the door to start with. I I haven't built a Bonnet Hakeem that is literally just a walking truth detector. (laughs) <laughs> it's fu- you can get some scary shit with that um also a critical success on the blood sorcery a taste for blood lets the caster know if the vampire has ever committed diablerie so even if the veins have vanished that state is still marked within your vitae so those who know blood sorcery and it this is a level one blood sorcery this is like the baby bat everybody learns it oh, so interesting. good luck now is that one of the blood sorceries where you have to have their blood Yes, but it can just be like a very, yeah. very small smattering, you, a you, swipe. You could be like, see someone next to you get cut and just off the floor be like, just dab that up and lick. Yep. Right. Yep. Very minimal. Cool. Not enough to be um, bonded. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, those within the Bon Hakim uh, comment on them potentially being pinned as Diablerist without cause. Um, I'm just going to read this quote because it's a long boy and I apologize. Hey, wait, spray. No, no spray. Okay. Thank you, Hunter. That was one for me. That was a little treat for you. Uh, the eldest judges can recall nights when a newly embraced warrior soul was almost entirely black, with only the faintest traces of his heart strings uh, visible. His skin darkened to match within just a matter of years. Damn. Some say that Hakim himself was responsible for visibly marking the judges in this fashion as a means by which all residents of the second city could easily identify one of their number. Though this does not explain why members of other castes also darken with age. Clan Book Asamite, page 12. Other clans will claim that uh, this happens because of the Bonner Hakim's ritualized daubery practices in ancient times still flowing within their veins. Hmm. This is contested. Uh, also, uh... 
the skin darkening over time thing kind of squidgy as they yeah. commit more sins. That's part of the reason why I used to not let anybody play Astomites at my table because I was like, mm, write me a character that doesn't do this like foreign guy with a sword is doing violence and his skin is darkening over time trope, please. Because yeah. that's super gross and weird. But I think it's interesting that Hakeem was like, no, no, no. If we're going to be judges and monitor the morals of the city, we need to be clearly marked so the citizens know. Right. So that's how he decided to do it. I, I don't like the way he did it, but I like that he's a little bit more upfront than American cops. Yeah. I think for vampires, you could get away with doing a version of it that was like in their aura. An aura or like a tattoo. I just, the yeah. way it's marked is like, all of this skin got darker over time. And I'm like, that's, that's some like weird Mormon conspiracy theory about natives, peoples that I'm just like, that gives me the ick. I like the idea it's a tattoo. And every, like, year they have the tattoo expanded. Or, you know, like, the veins in the aura, like, start to mirror as, like, markings or tattoos on their skin over time. Like, that could be metal as fucking cool, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, I always pictured it, and I know it's not... It, I don't think it's supposed to be. I think the aura is supposed to be floating around the person. Mm -hmm. But I always like the idea that the veins, like, mirrored on their actual veins in their body. Like, you could almost see the black veins, like, pulse through their skin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hell Yeah. So there's that one, your body, your soul is literally a giveaway that you did a crime. So there's that. Uh, you also have the loss of humanity. The Diablerist loses one point of humanity. That's just according to the core just book. Boom. Just doing Diablery at all, you automatically go down one step. Uh, with the roll earlier about the potential XP gains, um, there's also another addendum to that. Each of, uh, sorry. Should the roll fail while you're doing this contest, the Diablerist loses an additional point of humanity for each success by which they fail. I think this is worded a little vaguely for my taste. I would interpret it that as each die of the margin by which they failed, they would lose another humanity, but it's also extraordinarily vague. That's what I would think. That's the rolls for the extra XP, not the rolls for committing the Diablery. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So when you're doing the, the, the rolls that would allow you to get the extra XP, yeah, if you fuck those up. You so can just, you're... You, you, Either getting XP or more humanity loss. Yep. Which if you're already playing, like, it doesn't matter. I have super low humanity. I'll do whatever I want. That could just like jet set you Wh to a white. Yep. Brutal. Yeah. Funny you should mention that. A failed Diablery. If the loss of humanity spirals and corrodes the humanity to zero, the praise mind replaces the Diablerist and they become the host of the body and the personality of their target and become an NPC. Damn. Yeah. So if you fuck this up, you lose your character. I storyteller take him now. You make a new one. I like the idea you that the, they get jettisoned into the now dying corpse. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going on with the worm monster. Oh, just fucking Salat and Tremere have just been like slamming in the worm body for yeah. like centuries. But like slam, but the like the worm body is its own consciousness because you know that's Zemitsi. I could totally see them being like, no, I just transferred it into the the skin. Mm -hmm. Me is the skin. I am the skin. Mm -hmm. so they're fighting in the in the body while the body's like oh, guys can we chill out for a second so i can do my thing and it's like i just i just took a pilates class and just, <laughs> my muscles are sore and I need you guys to shut the fuck up right <laughs> yeah that's partially why i like my weird little pet theory that saulot has got out of the worm body and Tremere's also out of the worm body and there's just the worm body yeah <laughs> nobody's no no one really knows what to do with it but it has its own consciousness yes <laughs> that's my fun little pet theory but you know You're like please keep it dormant that's yeah all we, that's all so... we're asking for that makes the most sense if only because they've hinted at like all of them doing things they're mm -hmm. like 
some people say this one's still alive because this. Well, I've yeah. heard this one. It's like, maybe they all just got out. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Right. Well, between some notes about a three-eyed witch in Alamut in the spot book, and then the Blood Sigils book has some updates on what clan or House Gortrix is doing. Oh boy! Nothing good. No, I know. And I don't have to read. The yeah, book. it's 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 the, it's the twink. Yeah, <laughs> it's the goth twink. Of course, nothing good one. is happening. The worst, the worst lad. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you fuck up the Albury, Uh, your body gets taken over by the other person, and the uh, yeah, no more character. That's what you're risking when you do that. So, I so mean, yeah, so that's that's Diablery. It's. It, I mean, not really. Woo. Not really. Woo. Uh. Question. Yo. This one's, uh, I guess, probably kind of spicy. Can someone be voluntarily diablerized? Yes. It can happen. It's not common. Right. This might be more of the, if you're going into, like, cults of the blood gods material, where there's Mm. cults and stuff, there might be willing sacrifices. Um, I could actually see that with, like, uh, the Shepherds of Earl Shagi. Yeah. Because they have a whole uh, thought process of... uh, recruiting thin bloods and testing their worth and if they are worthy of the sword of hakim they are allowed to diablerize to become a banu hakim fully right so if a thin blood were to outpace a banu of a certain level i could totally see them if they're in that cult being like oh well he's better at this than me fuck it right <laughs> cult of shalem too cult of shalem oh my god embrace the sweet existence <sighs> of nothing i also could see a if you're old and smart but not necessarily strong, but maybe you had a higher humanity and stuff and you get on the red list and some absolute like monster freaks after you. You're like, yeah, go for it. Like being like, so there's, yeah, there's also some, uh, I love that. So there's some interesting lore notes around Mithras, Mithras, where, you know, the, the, the very baby Banu guy, spoilers, everybody, Diablerized him during the blitz because he got bombed by the Germans into getting knocked the fuck out. And then this poor guy was just like, oh, what if I just, you know, go for it? <laughs> but it's also like, did he really go for it? I I personally don't like having the canon of forces pushing a character into doing Diablery against their will. I'm like, no, that's a you have to choose that choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that guy went along with it. But also if me, there's just like, but what if I had a different face and he just kind of went right. along with it? Yeah. Which is fucking wild of, of just a, it's like, I'm going to go, I'm voluntarily submitting to this, but also I'm also going to live in your head with you simultaneously. That's the other thing that we didn't necessarily get into, but there's a lot of hints that, like we said, the consciousness is still alive in the heart's blood. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance there's another thing in your head other than just your beast. Yeah. The older editions have uh, rules for having possession and having uh, memories and other affectations of the other personality interfering with you over time. That isn't so much discussed in the book in the raw in V5, but if you want to go with it, why the fuck not? There's, I think there's enough precedent of consciousness and memories being transferred from one character to another already. So I'm just like, yeah, if you want to, go for it. Right. There's nothing stopping you. But if you don't want to fuck with that, because it's like, you know, uh, hey guys, I stare into the void of doom scrolling all the time. Sometimes I just don't want things to be that heavy every fucking session and I don't want to fucking deal with it. That's also valid. <laughs> You're just like, look, man, I just, I just wanted to play what we do in the shadows this week, my guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but then Greg was like, but what if I ate him? Yeah. So... Um, okay. Mm-hmm. As an expansion of my question. Yes. 
Could you presence someone into voluntarily doing it? Make them fall so in love with you that they're willing to give themselves to you, like cult leader style. I think you can do that to get them into like the submission, like the restraint position. Okay. But I would think once the uh, blood draining, the blood draining, and yeah, once once the mortality starts to kick in, uh, just animal like I want to live is gonna kick in. That makes sense. Yeah. Having listened to the Jonestown's tapes, let me tell you, for sure, Z's. I don't recommend that. For, that is not safe for life material. I don't. Not. I do not recommend do that. You, you can, but like you don't need to. You don't need to. It's yeah, fine. we've done. We've done that for you. And we can say <laughs> you don't need to. Yeah. So I, I just based on real life experiences, I don't think you can cult, genuinely cult hard enough mm-hmm. to do it. Really. That's fair. Good. Probably so, good. Probably good. Probably good. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, is were there have there been examples of people choosing to do these things because of you know. I wouldn't say presence would allow for the brainwashing of that, but if somebody full-heartedly believed in the idea on their own, mm-hmm. and then you were presencing along the way, potentially, but that's also getting into some really icky, weird morality uh, stuff. So like, yeah, so that's a... Sense, like, yeah, that is a double-check the lines of veils, everybody. Yeah. But if you wanted to explore those themes, like, sure. I would also Gross. go along the lines of... From my interpretation, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, you're still doing something awful, and it's not going to have any mechanical change. Oh to what no, happens. no, it's not no, changing no, the mechanics. The story just... would be slightly different, mm-hmm. but right. I feel like that would just again to build like an absolute like monster of a baddie. Like I, I think yeah, this person's been cultivating this cult of other vampires so that they can feed their like blood leechiness essentially. Mm-hmm. To me, the closest you get to um voluntarily quote unquote or allowed diablerie is like with the sabbat where it is like a we've agreed to a code where if you're stronger than me you mm-hmm. win yeah even though you're fighting the whole time there is a part of you it's like if he beats me he's earned it in the same yeah. way that if i kick his ass i've earned it right mm-hmm. i think that's the closest cleanest you get and that's yeah. still not that clean but it's at least not... that's like a code of honor that both sides of the conflict have agreed to ahead of time. Yeah, you might also get like a couple of just very mentally unwell characters that think that through Diablerie they can enmesh their souls together in a love union that's like more deep mm-hmm. than a blood marriage. Right. Which is also like, that's not how that that's works. Not, that not is not how that. that works. I mean, if your characters want to explore that story, I can't stop you. But that's another avenue. That might be just something that's like, a crazy thing some NPCs are doing in another room that I, I'm i not going to make you guys open that door. But if you open that door, it's, uh, you know, in The Shining where they're running through the hall and there's a, the dog guy giving the guy a blowjob. It's like yeah. that where you're just like, Ugh, and keep going. <laughs> let's, can, <laughs> should we stop? No. No, no do we, not let's stop. Let's just keep going. Let's no. Keep going. <laughs> it is a silly place. Uh, yeah. Any, any other final thoughts, my friends, my dudes? Uh, I think that's good for, I mean. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, I just think it's, I'm happy we did this episode because the the danger sip and the forbidden sip is a fun ass meme, but it really does like the meme is pretty dank, but it's also like it's not a silly thing. It's not actually a silly thing, and when you're telling story games, uh, symbols have fucking meaning, and the way that you tell the stories around the symbols, I think, really gives away your thoughts on society and how you're framing things. So, like, hey, let's maybe not frame just the wanton destruction and overtake of other people's free will and autonomy as, like, being just a fun, silly thing. Because I'm like, that's gross and weird. Why do you think that's funny? Yeah. But that's maybe Sarah getting a little too heavy. 
<laughs> I mean, it is funny, but maybe we should, you know, think about it. Think about it a bit. Like, I, if this is too heavy, feel free to cut it, and I apologize. Like, I, I, I have a history of dealing with being assaulted by more than one of my partners, and I've cracked jokes about it, but it's been jokes that are, like, me reclaiming, like, my own sense of power about the situations overall. It's another thing if somebody else is making an assault joke yeah. more times than not. So it's one of those context matters mm-hmm, and empathy mm-hmm. matters and the way you're handling this stuff does matter. I'm not here to be a killjoy, but you know when we're telling stories that are heavy with mature themes, unfortunately, that comes with heavy and mature themes. <laughs> what? What? Oh, no. God forbid. Holy damn. So just don't be a dick to your friend. And, you know, if you want the if 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 you want the hose at the table, you have to create a place that the hose can be at. And the yeah. bros. And Everyone. the bros. The hose and the bros. Everyone should be respected. Hell yeah. yeah. The hose, the bros, and the those. Yeah, I like that. The hose, the bros, and the those. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm proud of you. Ally. <laughs> <laughs> we ended on a good note. Good. Hey-o. I've been researching this for a week, and I've just been like, uh... Just the equivalent of just in my bread, con- my brain constantly playing just the all around me or familiar faces song, and just like very like getting slower and slower with every loop. And I'm just like, Ugh. I've been kind of, I've been kind of spiraling like that too, because uh, I know I mentioned it last episode, but I am, I am working on the finally putting Werewolf together. I've almost done with the book, but like, holy fuck, is that book a depressing read? Yeah. It's so, good, but fuck. Yeah, I will warn you. If you haven't read it yet, let yourself read it at the pace you need to. I started reading it like, I'm going to get it done in like two days. And then I read for like an hour and it's like, I need to go outside and hang out with my dog. Yeah, just like, I'm going to lay down on my back in the grass and get lizard time, which is valid. Lizard time, super valid. I've been depressed because I've had Nirvana stuck in my head. Oh, no. That would depress me, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even know why. Is it is it unplugged though? Is it the unplugged album? No. Damn. That's a good one. Yeah, that was really good. Listen to some good music. Hang out with your friends. I don't know if they were the guests. I thought they were. They they were the guests on the corn one. It was Robert Smith. I can't remember who came out for. I actually don't know if they were doing. We're not an MTV history. No, we're not. No, that's that's a different podcast. But we are talking about music, and we have music at the beginning of our show. Yeah, paralyzed. They're dope as fuck. They make some pretty good music. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, millions of dead cyborgs. Yeah. Uh, they do There's exist on Bandcamp, uh, and they have cool tunes on there, and you should give them a dollar redue if you can afford it. Huge piles of dead cyborgs. Hell yeah. They don't have souls, so we don't have to worry about diabolizing them. It's true. It's they're very just, true. They're just kind of meat machines. Yeah. Uh, that is that's a, that is that is a different game system. <laughs> that is a different game system. <laughs> yeah, we don't quite have mage yet. Yeah, we don't have mage yet. Maybe, maybe one night. Maybe one night we'll have mage. Oh, uh, no. but yeah, we exist on social medias. Uh, we're kind. Are we gonna finally get off of Twitter? Cause fucking Elon decided to be a fucking Nazi recently. Uh, I I don't pay attention. I just post and get off. Okay, the app. well, okay, well, we we give episode updates. But beyond that, we don't fuck around with that. Uh, but yeah, I also unfortunately, it seems like that's still where most of our followers are. Damn it, guys! Followers, get, get off, off of TikTok and hang out with us. Get other off places. Twitter. Twitter, I mean. Get off Twitter. Get on to TikTok. Go on to Instagram. Go on Clock App. Do something. Not uh, not the big black X. If there's a better, if there's a social media that doesn't have a fuckload of Nazis on it that you can recommend us, we'd like to hear that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Instagram is Blank Bodies Pod and TikTok is Blank Bodies Podcast. We do also have a Tumblr, but we've not had a lot of engagement. So if people want to help with that, that'd be cool. Uh, we have a Patreon. So if you think what we're doing is a cool and good thing, uh, you can give us a couple of dollar redos. 
Yeah, there's all kinds of benefits there. You get everything from uh, Discord titles. Our Discord is free to join, but you, know, you get special little name tags and mm-hmm. a uh, patron-exclusive chat in there. We sometimes ask for updates or questions, like, or kind of banging out a script and like, hey, would you rather hear about this or this last minute? Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite make it to poll. We do have patron polls. Yeah, You vote on what we do for our Patreon episode. Um, I try to share, monthly. like, little research like nuggets that I think are cool on the Patreon channel just to be like, Hey, I'm in the middle of researching. This is neat. Check it out. It's a preview for what's coming up guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. And if you're <laughs> on there, we now do patron exclusive episodes every month. And our episode for this month is the third part in our, and final of our microscope series. And that's Woo! coming out alongside this one. Girl, so yes. And also if you reach certain levels of the Patreon, I will do character illustrations for you. I like doing illustrations. They're Sarah fun. Sarah do art good. I do art pretty good. Um yeah. And then we're also trying to work on getting stuff prepped for the holidays, so there'll be like some goodies for the patrons. Holiday goodies. Holiday goodies. We're you've, gonna tell you what they are though. No. You've you've been good noodles. Pat, you've been pat. corn kernels. We also do an interview series with various creators within the community. If you do things that are goth punk, gaming, music, if you if you have similar vibes and you want to talk about your cool projects, we're happy to talk to you about your cool projects. Hit us up on the email, uh blankbodies at gmail. We'd love to talk to you about your cool projects. If you have fangs and you drink blood and you know someone who knows animalism that's willing to teach me animalism, let us know. Why animal? Animalism got, specifically. Got then I can dogs. explain to my dogs why I need them to chill out when I need them to chill out. Uh, and I can explain to my dogs, like, look, if you just give me the toy, I will throw it for you. No I don't take, only throw. Anyways, uh, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Mwah.